Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Okay, we're back for part two of my two-part interview with Catherine Matizic. As a reminder, Catherine is from Australia. She both lives and works there, and she was kind enough to give me some of her time to interview her. Now, Catherine is known as the maestro of changing behavior, and she is a globally recognized training expert and the inventor of the globally acclaimed instructional design process, ID9 Intelligent Design. In her most recent venture, Catherine has transformed 25 years of industry-leading intelligence into practical everyday tools. As she invites our parents to help their teens, to help their children unlock their inner genius. So without any further ado, here's Catherine Matisk. Well, it sounds like you're getting parents to be able to connect when they communicate. You know, John Maxwell says everybody communicates, but very few people connect. So let's move into that and talk about the importance of connecting and how inner genius can be used to have better connection communication-wise with your family. I think the first thing is to think about how to reconnect with what's important to you. And that would be an interesting conversation over the dinner table to say, as a parent, what's important to me? And for each member of the family, what's important to you? And to really uncover that and then how to start to make that a reality. And that learning how to communicate in a way that's really clear, it really does intercept conflicts, it hinders arguments, it takes all of that out. So at the end of the day, you just enjoy your family more and you're listening and communicating on a whole new level. And what that does is you start to feel like you're the best parent in the world, whether you are or whether you're not, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> but you feel like, wow, I'm improving every conversation. I've got tools now to help me. And it's really about empowering parents and empowering teenagers to use the tools and to go, I can just navigate through this world in a whole new way. And when, when that starts to happen, it's just really amazing. It's, it's just, it's like you look back and go, why haven't I been doing this all my life? It's because you haven't had the tools. You haven't had the insight. It's nobody's fault. It's just this part. Right, you're not a bad parent. Is, what's you're that? not a bad parent. Nobody's a bad parent. Yeah, and you know? You're not a failure as a parent. You just don't have the tools at hand that you need. And I kind of want to work back through some of the stuff you said, because you dropped a lot of wonderful gold here in the last few minutes. You talked about everybody in the family sitting down and figuring out why communicating between all of them is important to them. And I was reading something here recently by Jeff Henderson uh, talks about to know what you're for. And Jeff Henderson says, if you know what you're for, 
you could go through a lot of adversity, trials and tribulation, and it's all okay because you know what you're for. So if you're sitting down as a family unit and you know who you're for and why you're for that, then as you say, it helps you connect better all the way around. You can apply those tools all the way around. And the next thing you know, you think you're the best parent in the world. You know, gone from, oh, I, why can't I be like this parent over here in the PTA meeting, this parent over here that I see at church? You've gone from that to becoming the best version of yourself as a parent. I love it. And uh, so in that communicating, how does that unlock that inner genius of your child when you're communicating like this? The main thing is, is that once you really know how you learn and how you process information and that secret power up, that secret like hidden skill that when everything goes, you know, south, that you go, I can use that to get through. Once you know that, if you're if you're a teenager in class, for example, maybe in college, and let's say you're in a lecture and the the professor is droning on, droning on, or the teacher's droning on, and that is not your preference. Let's say that's not your preference to sit there and endlessly be spoken to. It's not many people's preference. What you can do is use the tools to say, this is not my preference and I will now use my system of learning to actually connect with what that teacher, what that professor is saying. And even though sitting there listening and, and just with the drone of the, of the professor or the, te the teacher is not your preference, whatever your preference is, you use that in the way that you take notes, you might take notes in colour, for example. You might go, I've always taken notes on my computer. It's not really working. What about if I switch to coloured markers? That's my preference. Or maybe my preference is to create flowcharts out of the entire thing or a mind map. Or maybe it's to take that, record it, and then replay it as I go for a walk in the park. Whatever your preference is, you take the bundle of content that's coming your way in life and say, that's cool. I know how I learn. I know how I process. How you're giving it to me is not floating my boat, but I know how to float my boat. And so then you can actually take that and do something with it. That Just that piece of it is the breakthrough because not, you become unstoppable. And instead of just not even hearing most of that lesson it's it it all of a sudden has meaning and you can now start to unpick that for me when I'm sitting at my desk I really detest doing numbers work like anything with numbers it's not my thing right and I know it's not my thing even though I'm really good at Microsoft Excel I don't enjoy the whole numbers thing and so I had to do, a couple of weeks ago, I had to do this massive Excel worksheet and it was late 
and I was letting one of my team down because I was the roadblock. And he said to me, he said, how's that Excel thing going? And I went, I'm really, I'm sorry, I'm really struggling. I'll just be another couple of hours. He said, how are you doing it? I said, oh, I'm just in Excel. He said, show me what you're doing. And he said, why are you doing it that way? He said, that's not you. And I just clicked. I was sort of buried down this rabbit hole of overwhelm. And part of the inner genius archetypes is we've created Spotify playlists and Alexa skills to help people. So he so he reminded me and he said, you're a futurist, which is my archetype. He said, put on your futurist playlist and get, you know, like go into that Excel sheet, he said, and make it your way and then change it back to how we have to give it to the client. I was off. So I put my Spotify playlist on. I've got that, you know, blasting in my um, in my office here. And I then think, okay, how am I going to do this spreadsheet completely differently? I color-coded everything. That's my way. I got it all working. And then I smashed it out. And then before I gave it over to him to give to the client, I put it all back to blue and grey and boring. <laughs> and then off it went. But I did it my way because I knew what way. I, now, I should have done that in the beginning. You know, I, I wrote this book. I wrote this system. I did this whole <laughs> online system, right? And yet I got sucked down my own rabbit hole. And I had to be kind of reminded, what are you doing down there? Get out and get into your world. So I did. Hey, I love the personal story. So you know what? Hitting into our last segment here, I, I like to hear a personal story about either a, a child, a teen, or somebody that has used your system and started out one way and came out on the other side totally different and fired up and they had unlocked their inner genius? Well, I'll give you an example from my family. I um, married quite late and when I married my husband, I got the set of steak knives with the free package and that was three kids. So I got the free <laughs> three kids with my marriage. That was part of the deal. And it wasn't an easy ride for them. You know, I wasn't their mother. I was their stepmother. And I'd never been a stepmother and they'd never had a stepmother. And my introduction to that was just that. And I said to them, I said, I've never been a stepmother. You've never had it. I said, I'm not your mother. I said, you've got a mother. I said, you don't need another one. We're going to have a different relationship, a new relationship. So that was how we started off. And they all had their own difficulties. But one of them in particular had a lot of difficulties, really was travelling down a, a really, really bad track in life. And he had the strength to get himself out of it, which was great. And yet he has floundered really his whole life because he doesn't feel like he fits in. And he's now in his mid-20s. And I think now he is starting to really unlock who he is to say, I'm actually really, really clever in my way. And so what he's done is to now work out 
what he's really good at, what comes easy to him. Where is he the most responsible? Where is he self-led? Where does he have the most compassion for other people? Where is he most resilient? Where does he have the most confidence? And over the last few years, he's really supercharged that. And he did his Inner Genius profile. As soon as it was released, I gave it to my family and friends and said, can you just do this and just, you know, test it out for me. And he did it and he went, oh, my goodness. He said, that is so me. And just from that, he has just taken off. He's now setting up a whole new business, a business of his own. He's now, you know, stepping up saying to me in my business, hey, I'll do that for you. I'm really good at that. And so he's just sort of found wings that he never, ever had. And the inner genius part, firstly, he loved his archetype symbol because he's right into art and things like that. And he just loved the archetype symbol. He loves the Alexa. He loves Spotify. He loves all the things, all the tools that we've created around that. And he can connect with that. And so I look at his trajectory now and it does give me a lot of pride in the way he's taken it and run with it and now has really a mindset around growth and a future that he sees is successful and a happiness that he's got. He's really focused on his positive outcomes and that's all brilliant for me. You know, I'm no different to anybody and when I... But you should be proud. Absolutely. You be proud. Absolutely. You, you worked with him. You showed him that you were for him. You obviously had your why and you... You just went in there and were the chief role model. As I try to tell a lot of my parents, you're a chief role model. Mm. And, and you're the chief uh, mentor. You're the chief teacher of your child. And you didn't have an easy time of it, Catherine. Blended families, well, family in and of itself can be very difficult. But a blended family has its own set of difficulties. Yet you embrace that made it your own, and then turned around and loved on all three of those babies. And the one that was having difficulty, you did not turn him to the side. You loved on him too. And you found a way to help him find himself. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's our role, isn't it? As adults in yes. life, I think that's our role. Because I know that I had a difficult teenage years. I I had that too. And you know, I was no ducks of my school. I was no top of my school. I was not. I was the average, average kid at school. And yet I now have a global organisation, people all around the world, and mm. I'm working with the largest companies in the world. And I think, you know, how can I help? How can I serve other people that are in my situation as, as well, I'm a step parent, but uh, you know, in my situation, just to have a better life, just to have a happier dinner time at night, you know, instead of the moaning and groaning and carrying on and the arguments and the angst, forget all that. I haven't got time for that. It's not the life I signed up for. Just give me some <laughs> happy, you know, just give me give me some motivation. 
Well, you sound like you definitely did. Hey, b- before we go, before we uh, conclude this interview, tell us about your book, which I'm going to have a link to her book in the podcast show notes and the podcast description. Go ahead, Catherine, tell us a little bit about your book. So I wrote the book Unlocking a Genius, and I that came out at the beginning of September, so it's only just out. And you can find that on our website, which is innergeniusnow.com or on Amazon or any other bookseller. And within that, you'll see the link to do the Inner Genius profile. And if you go to innergeniusnow.com, you'll be able to see the profile link there. Go ahead and do your Inner Genius profile and unlock all of these tools. What I would suggest for parents is the parents do it first and then discuss it. If you're in a two-parent household, discuss it amongst yourselves and then say, okay, let's get each of the let's get each of the kids to do it. I think it's probably appropriate for 12 years and up. It's not okay. for little kids. Right. Yep, it's not for little kids. But I think anywhere from those senior school, middle school, senior school onwards through to university, any, any of those age groups. And then sit down as a family and say, what archetype are you? Compare them and go, okay, what does this mean for us as a family? What strengths do we bring to the table in each of our archetypes? Who's different? Who's the same? Which bits are different? Which bits are the same? And create, it's it's almost like a planning thing, you know, to say, who are we as a family? And then really start to use it as a family. If you've got Alexa, hook up Alexa to the Alexa skills that we've done. Get your Spotify playlists out. That's That will energise you as you're going through your day. And, you know, that's the idea. Well, I love it. I think that you've given my parents a lot of gold. Uh, I am certainly happy that you came on my podcast. You, you could have went. I spoke on any show that you wanted to, anytime you wanted to. But parents, hey, she wanted to speak to some American parents and let them know some of the fantastic things that she's doing for families. I highly suggest her book. I highly suggest that you go out there, go to her website and take advantage of this assessment and have a sit down like she's talking about and help you help your kids to better connect when they communicate. Well, Catherine, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time out today. Hey, I got to ask you, it's uh, about 4.39 here, Central Time in the States. What time is it there? For me, it's 7.39 a.m. So just a little bit past half past seven in the morning. Oh, parents, listen, she got up old dark 30 in the morning so that she can speak and uh, pour into our moms, dads, and guardians. And Catherine, thank you for getting up early with us this morning. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Stan. Thanks for having me. All right, then. Well, parents, as I always say, go forward and fearlessly parent. God bless. Now that concludes part two of my two-part interview with Catherine. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find a link to her website and you'll also find a link to her book. And until the next show, 
God bless.